Cool, we're live. Morning, happy Monday. Hope you're ready and fired up for the week. So this morning's show, we're going to talk about social anxiety, social confidence, socialising in general, okay? Hopefully we can make some sense of it so we can instil some back into you. So let's get on with it. Welcome to the Rise to Thrive show. I am your host, James Boardman. And if you are coming through here, what I'd love for you to do is hit the love heart button. And what I want to hear from you in the comments, if you're open and willing, is to talk about do you struggle with social anxiety, even if it's periodically, consistently, or every or only every now and then? Make sense? All right, okay. And then please share with anyone that might need it. Okay, so um, I think this is quite an interesting topic. Um, I think becoming the leader of ourselves we have to be really aware about our own social confidence and and social anxiety. Um, I went through a period of social anxiety quite, without realising it, quite bad um, before COVID. So I'd say for about six months in 2019, um, I would never go out. Like, I I just would never go out. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't, um, and these are with the people who are, <coughs> my closest friends, right? So we go out of all of those people and I would just be sitting there and I wouldn't be engaging. I wouldn't be engaged in conversation. Um, <coughs> I wouldn't look like I was a happy soul sitting at the table. And if anything, I'd probably bring the mood down. And it was a, it was a really interesting period because I had never really suffered that before. Um, I used to be out all the time as a military man in the, in the Royal Marines. I used to be out. I used to com, com, have conversations with people. I used to get engaged with, engaged with people. I used to be in part of the group. I was fully involved. I was fully engaged. And I've always been like that um, throughout my life, you know. And I, think, um, and I think, like, in 2019, when I was going through it, um, I, think my, I think at some point or somehow... There was a couple of things that happened in terms of men, my, my mindset. One of them was I was very self-conscious about me and the way that I dressed, uh, the way I presented myself. I felt like I was boring everyone with everything I was talking about. So quite a lot of overthinking, um, something that I think every, every human being on the planet does, right? We overthink massively and hugely. And that then built up into an insecurity. And then I started feeling insecure being out. And I remember we went out on a big night out. It was a huge night out of all of our friends. Everyone was out. Um, and we were out for about an hour and a half. And I whispered in Jemima's ear, I'm going to pretend to go to the toilet. I love you. And I can't really explain this here, but I'm going home. And I went home. And everyone was like, where's James? <laughs> <laughs> we've got a full night planned and I just felt so insecure I just literally felt like I just wanted to get under my duvet um, and watch a film and uh, and my mindset was was like that and then I avoided being in that situation part of me just did not want to socialize and I wonder if there was an element of social fatigue um, because at the time in 2019, we were really trying to get the man coach off the ground. 
So I was doing an awful lot of talking to an awful lot of guys. And I was actually giving quite a lot of my energy to a lot of different people. So I wonder if energy was um, a source of me feeling quite insociable as well. Unsociable, not insociable. Um, so then it started obviously affecting other people. So it would then affect Jemima because she wanted to go out of me. Like we wanted to go out together. Um, at the time we only had one baby so it was a lot easier to find the babysitter. Um, the, my friends probably were starting to think like, does he actually not like us? <laughs> um, is there something James needs to tell us? Um, so it was affecting my relationship with my friends. It was affecting my relationship with my, uh, with my now wife. And it got to the point where people stopped inviting me out because they just knew that I wouldn't go out. And, and that's why it became a must to change. Um, so I think the first thing that I did was accept it. Like anything, I think if, we, if there is an issue, if there is a problem, we must accept it. And when I was doing it at first off, when I first started doing it, it I didn't accept it. I, I pretended it didn't happen. I pretended it wasn't an issue. So I think first thing was first was like, actually, right, um, accept that there is an issue here, that, that I'm struggling to socialise, that there's a, there is an issue, issue with my insecurity, there's an issue with my confidence, there's an issue with my energy. So I had to kind of force my mentality to be like, right, we're going out, we're going to socialise and we're going to chat and there's going to be a strategy. And I would spend the whole day before going out building myself up to go out. So I think about the topics that I wanted to talk about. I was thinking about the clothes that I wanted to wear. I was thinking about the time that I would think about going home. And I was building up all of these elements and concepts in my head about how it would picture and we'd just go out. And I remember going out on the first night where I was like, I'm going to consciously, consciously make an effort. And after an hour and a half, and it was usually an hour and a half actually when I was out, when I broke through that, I felt a little bit more relaxed. And I wasn't really drinking at the time because I was training for a 100 miler, which was probably maybe another thing, right? I've seen everyone else get absolutely slaughtered and, and then me just sitting there like, sober Timmy in the corner so that was so I put myself out there and continuously put myself out there and purposely put myself in social um, environments where I could start rebuilding confidence in myself and and I did so there were if we break it down into a couple of um, couple of key elements number one is acceptance of this of the situation making sure that we understand that at, that there is there's, there's an issue uh, I think number two is looking at the triggers of the insecurities. And I think it's kind of, uh, that usually, insecurities usually lead from overthinking. And overthinking myself, overthinking the way that I look, overthinking the way I dress, my chat. Um, so I dealt and confronted that issue. Um, I built confidence through the process. So building confidence by being out more, connecting more, communicating more, uh, and being more involved and more engaged. And I think that really helped uh, as well. Uh, and then talking about it with my wife. 
and being really open about it and actually being open with my friends as well actually just coming out and going look it's not you guys it's just struggling so all of those con- all of those contributing facts help me be able to turn that around okay to be more to be more sociable to to find my confidence but i do believe that there are times when we just don't feel social okay that that was that was a period for me um of trying to deal with that but there are some times when we just don't feel social there's sometimes when I come onto this show and I don't feel like doing the show because I don't really feel like I've got a lot of chat I don't really feel like I've got any energy to want to distribute the the, the the conversations that we have right between me and this phone and you guys on the other side but I know that, it, that there's a higher purpose to it so I think to myself right I want to chat with the guys I want to connect with the guys and that's overcoming it but there might be a time when we have to go to a wedding, we're like, I don't really want to have to get to know anyone because I don't really want anyone else in my circles. And it doesn't make you miserable, but it just means that actually, do you know what I mean? Maybe you're a little bit socially fatigued and you shouldn't feel bad about not feeling confident or not necessarily wanting to socialise or not necessarily wanting to engage. I don't think it matters who you are. I think if you are Tom Cruise, I think if you're Thierry Henry, I think if you're James Borman, I think if you're whoever there are periods when you just don't want to get engaged in a conversation and i think that being aware of that is great and not feeling bad for that is also great and i think a lot of the time it can stop us doing things so for example we have our rise to thrive show live show at aston villa stadium at the end of the year i know that blokes won't come to that because they don't because they will overthink the situation. There will be a level of anxiety about being in that environment that puts them off from coming. They want to come, they want to come and learn and spend the day, but there will be, a, there will be certain elements going on in here and mindsets that will affect them showing up at that event or wanting to register for that event. There was a guy called Craig who's in my elite squad last year. He goes through something similar that I'm talking about right now. And I asked him to come down for me. I said, come down, come down with one of the other lads, Gavin. And he did. He took that leap of faith. He did basically what I did and went, I'm just going to break through. I'm just going to commit to it. And it completely changed the way that he thought about being around people. He came down, he spent the day with us and he had a great time and he really had a great breakthrough. And sometimes we do have to take that leap of faith to realise that actually things are not as bad as we make them out to be in our head. Okay, it's kind of like when your kids say I don't like broccoli and never and never have eaten broccoli. They just overthink because they think they know what it's going to taste like, right? And it's like us. We picture a scenario and we think we know what it's going to look like and actually it doesn't end up being anything like that. Then lastly, COVID come along. Now, COVID, I think, knocked the wind out of everybody in terms of social anxiety because we had to learn to re-socialise again. When I look at my boy, who's 15, he's playing catch-up in socialising, which is why he's partying hard, which is why we're trying to deal with everything else, right? He's trying to play catch-up. He, for me, is still a year behind socially, as well as all of his mates. But I'm starting to see it and elements of maturity i'm starting to talk and discuss with men that come through our world who are still only trying to find their feet to be social 
sociable, to be within a group again, to um, communicate, to learn to communicate again, to understand whether we shake hands, fist bump or elbow still. Like, and I think, I think the only way that we can really break through or break out of that shell that, com- that confines us is, is by taking a leap of faith, is by putting ourselves in that situation is by building up a certain amount of strength mentally, internally and physically to go, I've got to put myself on the line here, otherwise I'm going to end up being a recluse and be like enclosed forever and I don't want to be that person. So we have to almost re-educate ourselves through confidence, through, um, through the process, through momentum, through courage. Because it's something men would never admit to is going, yeah, I'm, a, I'm nervous to socialise. I'm unconfident to socialise. Do you know what I mean? It will be falling into that, like, let's just get myself tanked up to get through this. And that is not the solution. Okay. The solution is to confront and deal with. Do you know what I mean? So I think... I just think I brain dumped about socialising there. And I just wanted to bring some of those things up because they're things that we don't necessarily always talk about. But if we are ever going to be the leader to ourselves, we're going to improve our communication skills with the people that matter to us. We've got to make sure that we're doing that on all fronts, okay? Within our business, within our careers, within our friendship groups, actually within social groups and other groups that that we're in and we're about, right? And I think that's what it's all about. And I think one of the reasons that I do my end of year show in Birmingham because I want people to come to me. Like I want people to break away from their homes. It's like the Truman Show. If you've ever watched that, you can never break away from that town. Break away from that town. Break away from your cycle and actually do something that makes you feel uncomfortable. That is actually going to make you feel incredible. And I think doing those things and changing those habits and changing your belief system is a sure way to becoming that leader of yourself. And that's all I've got to say about that. <laughs> guys, uh, thank you for the stars. Gee, I appreciate them. Thank you, guys. Um, have an amazing day. I'd love to know your thoughts. If you've got two, three minutes after this show, just to write your thoughts on the show and the things that I've spoken about in the comments, just so that it helps other guys out, it helps you out. You just can kind of paint a picture of how that show is and what it's taught you this morning. All right, guys, have a good day. See you Wednesday morning.